Welcome to my podcast, Leading Virtual Teams. I'm Dr. Maren Deepwell. I'm a CEO in the not-for-profit sector and a professional coach. Each week, I'll be sharing ideas and strategies for creative and fun ways to help you succeed and lead in the virtual workplace. You can find the links to the tools and resources we'll be exploring in the show notes or head over to marindeepwell.com forward slash podcast. Now, on to the episode. In today's episode, I want to share a little bit of a look behind the scenes of a piece of work that I'm working on at the moment that I'm very excited about, which is a free course which will put some of the work that I've um, shared in my book, Leading Virtual Teams, into practice. The course is starting in a few months, um, probably March or early April 2023. And at the moment, I'm working on the structure of the course and how it's going to work. And I'm also thinking about the particular themes and in particular how the course is going to work for hybrid and virtual workers. Now, there are some key parts of the book that I'm looking at focusing on and putting it into practice. And that's one of the things I wanted to tell you a little bit more about. So one of the things I want to look at in the course is onboarding and setting expectations for new recruits. So if you are in a position where you are recruiting new colleagues or inducting new colleagues into your team or into your organization, there's going to be some practical help and advice on doing that. And also to think about some of the key questions that you might want to share with new recruits and answer for them so that they can get a feel from the beginning of how you as a team or as an organization like to work together, what your expectations are of them and what your expectations are in terms of collaboration and communication particularly in a hybrid work scenario where maybe many of the colleagues aren't going to meet the new recruit in person for quite a few weeks or months even, um, or you might never meet in person, you might do everything online. This is, I think, a really key phase of being able to build the right kind of relationships. And you might be able to, um, in the course, also get a sense of how you can incorporate some of that into the recruitment process so that if folk uh, who are interested in working with you from the very beginning get a very clear sense of how this would feel in practice. What would that be like, you know, turning up in your virtual office space on the first day? How would that look like six months down the line once they've settled in? And what would it feel like to be part of your organization or team for a number of years or even decades? So that is one of the key themes that I want to explore in the course. Um, and the second one builds on that and is all around fostering a shared team culture. So that could incorporate how you use different communication tools, whether you have chat channels or DM spaces, um, spaces like Discord, Slack, Mattermost, Microsoft Teams, um, Google Chat, whatever it is that you're using. And um, we're going to be looking at different activities that you can use. And also thinking about different tools or approaches 
that you could use if you want to do things that aren't reliant on digital tools or technologies. And some of my favorite activities around there are to do with maybe writing postcards, um, thinking about um, how you can engage staff in different activities, and also to find balance between building a team culture and being mindful of work-life balance and boundaries. Now, managing people and processes is going to be another part of the course that we're going to focus on. And that is, I think, one of the areas that many of us have been kind of thrust into the middle of suddenly managing virtual teams or hybrid teams um, that maybe once in a... Um, once in the past were in-person teams all co-located in offices and we're now in the process of managing these folk all online um, and one of the key things I want to look at is how can you leverage the processes that you have in order to make that smoothly in order to build trust and what do you do and how do you approach it when you have a lot of issues and problems. And the last topic that I want to visit in the course is really about strategies for succeeding in hybrid workplaces in the long term and to consider how some of the biggest issues around hybrid work come out over time, how they play out and how maybe certain types of things that are perfectly pleasant and sustainable for a week or even a year um, become much harder to cope with. And one, some of the things I want to talk about in that part of the course is isolation, lack of mental or physical well-being, the risks associated with being alone at home or isolated in your room for a long period of time, and also how you might lose certain types of skills. Um, earlier this season, we talked about a different skills you might gain when you are co-located with people, different types of um, travel as well, how that shapes different types of skills and abilities. And that is one of the things I want to look at in the course. Um, I think there are strategies to make hybrid and virtual working work really well in the long run, but there are also limitations. And I think those can impact on different people and different communities in different ways. So that is one of the areas that we're going to be looking at in the course as well. Now, my aim is that the course will offer a kind of unique blend of inspiration, practical support and resources, and offer you ways to explore working in a hybrid workplace and how you can align that with your goals and values and how to lead with agency and with authenticity so that you can be true to yourself and your values. And one of the things I've been thinking about a lot is how can I make this course really accessible to everyone um, who wants to take it and how can it fit really neatly into hybrid working and virtual working. And one of my key design considerations for this course is that I want it to be completely independent from synchronous video meetings. Um, I don't really want to have any aspect of the course requiring you to be all in the same place at the same time with cameras switched on. Instead, what I'm hoping to do is to really focus on voice recordings, audio recordings, paired with resources and tools that you can experiment with whilst you listen to the episodes of the course 
in your own time according to your schedule and when you find it helpful. So I'm very excited about being able to design the course in this way. And it's very much designed in the way that I wish I had had a course when I started leading virtual teams and really very much helping to my mind um, plug a gap between sort of formal training and in-person training and being able to listen to podcasts and reading along with different articles it'll give more structure than doing your own research but obviously hopefully provide the flexibility that you need to make the most of it when you need it so I'm looking really forward to sharing with you how I get on with the development of the course as I go along it and um, yeah look out for further details here thank you for listening to leading virtual teams I hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, you can find the links to the tools and resources we talked about in the show notes or head over to marandeepwell.com forward slash podcast.